Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ and Raj. Hey there. So today we got the second of our mock drafts. Yesterday we did our points league draft. Today we're doing our cats league draft. Super excited about this one. I have a lot of fun with cats drafts. The player pool to pick from so much more, but <laughs> you know, the, with a points league, you got to focus on getting your your top power play defensemen, the elite defensemen that are going to put up points, and you got to get them early. Cats drafts, you know, Rasmus Ristolainen, Radko Gudis, defensemen down the line that can make an impact in other ways. Definitely some different strategy and more. A lot more players play in in different ways. Guy like uh, Brady Kachuk's going to have a different draft position than yesterday, that's for sure. Oh, I think so. And we were talking about Sam Bennett. Looked like he got faded, but it was a points league. So I think things are going to change. Roger, you're drafting from the number three spot. I was supposed to be number 10, but somehow I'm number nine. So we're close. We are FHF Hockey. You can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord. Get in on mocks like this. You can join listener leagues by becoming a patron. $2 a month. Everything goes towards Mental Health America. And you get to compete against us and some of, in my opinion, the strongest fantasy hockey GMs out there. Raj, what's your strategy going into tonight? How do you prepare for cats leagues differently than points leagues came up but yesterday one i think the biggest difference is probably on defense you could fade them a lot more because certain people become useful right like you mentioned radko gudis didn't see him flying off the shelves yesterday but a guy like that or even a yanni hockenpah or someone like that i mean those guys can win a category for you the hugest difference in, in a categories league as opposed to a points league, like if someone's a league leader in hits, that's essentially the same value as being a league leader in goals. It's, it's a category that you win, right? So uh, one thing I th- tend to think about is dominance in a category as opposed to how good the person is even, right? I like to go as level as I can. I like each category to be pretty steady. I don't like to chase one category. I definitely have different categories that I favor at different points during the draft. Early, you know, I'm targeting power play points. Those dry up quick when it comes to Cats League drafts. So look for me to stack up on power play points pretty early. I do think you can get hits a little bit later, but every time we go through a draft like this, there's guys that do everything. You're looking at Brady Kachuk there. He hits like two players. He pims like three. We're not playing with pims. He shoots like three people sometimes, man. But there are guys that do everything. These these bang daddies, these stallions. And and they can definitely move up the rankings because of their category coverage. Today we're playing a six to three ratio. Skaters and goalies are categories are goals, assists, hits and blocks, shots on goal, and power play points. Typically I like to do special teams points, but I wanted it to be transferable to Yahoo. So we just stuck with power play points. For goalies, it saves, wins, and save percentage. So for me, I am, I'm just targeting a goalie on a good team. You know, save percentage, fine. Maybe I can punt that one. I'm going to get wins out of a Mike Smith. I'm going to get wins out of a, I'm trying to think of another, maybe like a Carter Hart. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Points leagues versus Cats leagues, I feel much more comfortable fading a goalie. So yeah, I'm drawing a blank on the names of goalies. And I think that's how I'm going to, I'm going to ride it. I'm not. <laughs> targeting goalies early yeah i know you know me i never like to target goalies early that's exactly what i said yesterday before i took one in the first round but picking third overall i don't think that really changes i don't think the top the top four 
really changes maybe the top five between the two types of leagues. I mean, you got your, I'd still go McDavid, Dreisaitl, McKinnon, Matthews, and Kucherov as the as the big five. But like I said, a big difference is Brady. You know, he's he's not crazy to take at number like six. In all honesty, I'm just waiting to see at the number three to see who's who's not taken of McDavid, Drysidle, McKinnon for me. Yeah, without faceoffs, I I mean McKinnon just has that intense shot volume that I think could be mm-hmm. more useful than Drysidle's left wing at this point. But again, we're just gonna see how that that part of the draft goes. Just remember, you don't win your league on draft day. It's something that I believe streaming is what wins you a league you know you can draft the best team but if you, if you just leave it at that there's a good chance that somebody who has a mediocre team who's plugging up all their holes with with games and you know maximizing starts chasing categories that they're behind in those guys can pass you even if you have the best draft so you got to stay fluid and really you got to work at it every day uh you're here at number three like you said you are picking what's left of those top three because that is certainly a tier I'm at number nine. The guys that are presented to me at around that value, Pasternak, Marshand, Barkov, Kachuk, Panarin. Not a huge fan of Panarin in categories leagues just because you know he's, he's pretty much points only, even if he's going to give you 100 or more. I might lean a guy like Ovechkin at that rate just because he does other things. I'll be interested to see what happens at number nine. One actually thing that does change... Austin Matthews, to me, he's like number four usually, but in a categories league, he does shoot a lot more than even McDavid or Dreisaitl. I still think McDavid's number one, McKinnon's number two, but I'm really, actually, now that I'm thinking of it and looking at it, I'm quite interested in Matthews. There's just dominance there with goals too, which is another stat that's hard to come by as the draft goes on. We're inside the first minute. These projections have Austin Matthews with half the power play points of McDavid and Dreisaitl and McKinnon. I think that's... The Leafs have they have to improve their power play. How can you be that bad with just such dominating offense? I don't know if... Uh, Ten seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to target offense early. Then I'm going to start filling out the other categories, the hits and blocks, guys that do a little bit of everything. So we'll see how it goes. I imagine Connor McDavid goes number one here as he should. Yes. Nikita Kucherov number two. So you have your choice at this point. I have my choice of Nathan McKinnon. You mean? Uh, Yeah, go for it. I I mean, there's, there's plenty to be said about Kucherov at number two. He looks stellar in the playoffs, did not miss a beat. There's a right wing kind of scarcity there too. So I didn't expect it. But it makes enough sense. It's a bit of a reach. Yeah. I <laughs> it's hard to say, like a reach of two or three positions. But uh, I'm going to go with McKinnon just because he's awesome, but also the shots. The shot volume's huge to go along with all the points and everything. There goes Austin Matthews at number five, right behind Dreisaitl, picked directly after McKinnon. Brady Kachuk at number six. That's how it should be. Miko Rantanen, Brad Marchand right behind him. So I'm up. Uh, Vasilevsky is there for me. This has happened two drafts in a row. So does this number nine, number 10 spot start to look a little bit better for somebody like Vasilevsky, who is going to be a lock in goal all year? 
uh, I really wanted to do zero G here. Still got pasta and Ovechkin up there. Yeah. But it, again, it's 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 the same position I felt I was in with Makar's pick yesterday. You know, either you get a top tier guy at a position. You know, around the turn, I got what one, two, three, four, five, six picks until I'm up again. I don't mind the tier, even if you know, one, two, three, four, five, six guys go directly in order as projections say they will. It's Pasternak, Barkov, Panarin, Kane, Ovechkin, Marner. I'm still looking at Crosby. Sebastian Ajo, Mika Zibanejad, Jonathan Huberto as my second round pick. Yeah, that's not bad. And my, you know, like my lead, my lead forward, because I, I do want to go forward. Vasilevsky, I feel good about it. I, you know, I'm doing what you did last year or yesterday. So Vasilevsky <laughs> here at number nine, Pasternak, Ovechkin, Panarin. Fox, Adam Fox, Edmund. wow. That's 2D, right? Like... So I'm up again. You are up again. Ovechkin did go. W took Ovechkin here. So I'm losing out on that one. But I'm still looking at Patrick Kane, Mitch Marner. Adam Fox over Kale McCarr. I I, I prefer McCarr over Fox. Definitely. I think so too. I don't think there's any doubt of how good McCarr is. I think Fox was a little better last year than he's going to be. I think McCarr is just going to be you know, top three or four defensemen for the rest of his life. All right. So let's talk about power play points. That's usually like, that's how I like to sort. So really right now, my choices are Huberto, Patrick Kane, or Sidney Crosby. I think I'm leaning Patrick Kane just because the dominance in the shot, the dominance at the power play points. Yeah. For me, it's going to be Patrick Kane. He is, I don't think he's ever been under point per game. And if he has, it's been once. So there goes Crosby, Huberto, Carlson, Marner, Hellebuck, all the guys we were talking about. Oh, boy. Late round two for me here. Um, categories League. McCarr's out there for you. He is still out there. My immediate thought right away is Jake Gensel. I love him in a Categories League. Um, hits blocks. But if you're going to talk about that, Mika Zibanejad out there as well. He's also out there. I do have McKinnon, so I've already got a, a good center. Go. So I might go for Gensel, Svechnikov. I, it's a little early for me, even in a categories league, uh, just because. Just hmm. Okay, I am going Jake Gensel. I like him in the second round. He feels like a second round pick. There's JT Miller. Man, I'm surprised he didn't even hit your radar. Miller is so good in the categories like here. Oh, he hits Kevin my Carr. radar. Don't don't think he's it wasn't on my radar. I know, uh, but you know. Uh Kale McCarr went. Steven Stamkos, Elias Pettersson. What do you think? Well, one of the guys who makes the biggest change from yesterday's points league to today's categories league being Darnell Nurse. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'm going to take him right now, but I'm really thinking about it. He is just so, like, the goals are not happening again. There's no way. But he takes a ton of shots, and he hits and blocks a lot. And uh, if anything happens funky with uh, with Barry or an injury or anything, he's going to see some power play time. 
He will have some ice time with those guys. I don't know. It's a little early for what I like to do with D usually. The bang floor is so sturdy, though. It's, you cannot go wrong. No, he's so good. The other options, though, like a guy like Zabinajad is still out there. Um, that would be a stellar center to brain cats. Fetchnikov in round three feels a lot better to me, too. Oh, hear the uncertainty there? <laughs> or Just a little bit. I should I'm say that. queuing up heavy right now. Certain about like six players is what I am. Um, Zabinajad, for this type of league, Zabinajad, Svechnikov, and Darnell Nurse are the guys I'm looking at. I think I'm going, I'm going Darnell Nurse. All right, third round I'm, pick, lock it in. I'm changing my usual strategy and taking a D earlier than I usually do. Aho. It's such a safety. Oh, there goes the Benajad. There goes Feshnikov. Yeah. Everybody that I had queued up, it went from six in my queue to to three in my queue. And one of them is just like, hey, don't forget about this guy. So it's it's not even somebody I can pick right now. Uh okay. I think centers are gonna last a while, so I'm not going there. Gabriel Landeskog is the guy that's standing out to me right now. Mm. Tons of bangs. Um it's him. I mean, Drew Doughty's still out there. Matthew Kachuk is somebody I really like. But I, I just think the point ceiling is a bit higher on Landeskog, as are the shots. So, yeah, lock it in for Landeskog for me. This is going to put me at a left wing, a right wing, and a goalie. I feel like I got to go D next round, just considering how much that's going to start to dry up as well. So there goes Landeskog. Dougie Hamilton goes, Patrice Bergeron, Shifley, Kachuk, Seth Jones, and Shea Theodore. Ooh. So the D are starting to dry up. Yeah, I don't think Landis Gog would have made it back to me. So no. I, I don't regret that pick at all. But when I'm looking at the defense, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to sort once again by power play points and start to look for guys that start to stand out, hit some blocks wise. And I'm looking at guys like Jeff Petrie. I just, I don't know if I'm ready here what are we we're still in the fourth round so i could go somebody like tyson berry lock up power play points get hits later could go drew dowdy because he is so like just beyond steady but it feels crazy early uh roman yossi i actually like because blocks are super hard to come by like i feel like hits are a little bit more prominent than blocks i don't know how you feel there mm -hmm. roman yossi feels good jacob chikrin another guy worth targeting but roman yossi at this point yeah i gotta go yossi that's what i'm gonna do just gotta get a d charlie mcavoy in round four tyson berry there's a d run happening oh. uh, kyle connor goes i was hoping mcavoy or berry would Brain make it point. to me that's tough cookies man when it comes to uh i'm happy with darnell nurse in there uh um, oh my god yeah you you locked him up good i don't need to worry about that too much now they keep same as yesterday i just keep getting caprasov thrown right in my face here i just don't want him <laughs> just do it nah just do it. too too risky for round four he's a low disappointing floor i don't think we'll see but it does exist so i'm not gonna not gonna bother there some thoughts right now would be like if it wasn't so uncertain if evander kane um, but does he play? Does he not play? Does someone beat him up in a casino somewhere? I don't know what's going to happen to him. Uh, I know what I'm going to do. I don't like it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even do it right now. I can't do it. 
so early. This is a tough one. The round four here. I'm, I'm. Yeah, this is that icky, icky part that I was telling you about yesterday. Like round yeah. four is just so tough. Round four and four, or like three and four. I, I feel really good about uh, Gabriel Landeskog in round three, but Roman Yossi was. I wasn't super sure about it. Looking at the guys that went behind him, I feel a little bit better. Like Charlie McAvoy, I'm glad I got Yossi. Tyson Berry, same deal. Kyle Connor, Braden Point, Max Pacioretty. Maybe some some forward regrets, but I needed a D. I'm happy with who I got when I got him. Man. Hmm. So what direction are you thinking at this point? Several directions at this point. Uh, there's two. I'm really narrowed it down to... I think you got to go it's, right wing at this point. I don't want Mark Stone. He's looking at your team. You got a center, you got a left wing, you got a D. I do have all those yeah. things. I do have those things. Um, yeah, I mean, I have two picks coming up fairly, fairly close together. The right wing who's available, who looks decent to me, is Mark Stone or Brock Besser. Those are the two. Besser gets you the goals. Um, and probably some power play points, but really no extra curriculars. Sheesh. It's a tough spot. Uh, this is where I might do something. Totally not what I should do, but I'm doing it, I think. The suspense. <sighs> I know. Just take cappers off. No. Take cappers. The shots are great. Here we go. Oh, I can't do I can't do it. I can't just, do just it. Just click the button. Just click the button. I can't do it. Okay. I'm taking Chris Letang. All right. Yeah. I mean, the D run continues. There goes Kaprizov and Besser. Uh, Aaron Ekblad right after Chris Letang. Jeff Petrie. Big run on D. Roger up again. Yeah. And Mark Stone's still there at right wing. I could get that. Um, I just. He's so like he's very good in pretty much every category. Jack of all trades, master of none, really. We're kind of there for a categories league. He is sort of a, I wouldn't worry about him all season long. Uh, he's kind of the only high end right wing I can see coming up that I'd be interested in. So here we are, round five, pick number 51. ADP wise, we're looking at guys, you know, John Tavares, David Perron. We still have Mark Stone on the board, Jacob Chikrin, Jack Eichel. You know, Jack Eichel, I'm wondering where he's going to go. Nikolai Ehlers, is this the draft where I finally get Ehlers? Maybe. Tyler Sagan's still out there. Anzi Kopitar hanging out. Thomas Shabbat. As much as I don't want to do it, I am going to go Mark Stone. It's, it's the smart move, I think. He's one of the the players that he's great. Like he's a he's a fantastic player. I don't know what my problem is to be honest. He's just so he doesn't stand out in any one category. He's just like probably one of the more most complete hockey players in the league. Damn. So I was gonna take Chikrin, mm. and he went right after you. Vander yeah. Kane, Rasmus Ristolainen, Anzi Kopitar, John Tavares. I'm looking at all this D. Flying off the board. I'm going to go for Neil Pionk in round five. Mm. Solid upside for power play points. The ceiling is capped because he's power play two, even though he did have more power play points than Josh Morrissey last year. So maybe something shifts. Uh, but the hits and blocks are a solid floor. He's kind of like a Darnell Nurse, low resolution style. So Neil Pionk, I'm pretty happy with here. I just wanted to get somebody 
that can do those things for me. I had Trocheck queued up to go next, so me too. W kind of snuck him for me. I really wanted him there as my first center, so I have to pivot a little bit. Um, I have Elias Lindholm queued up at the top of my list because I do want to get a center here. I like the dual eligibility. He brings a little bit with hits. The power play point upside is there. I love the deployment. And we're in round six, so Elias Lindholm starts to feel like a really good pick here. Yeah, pick 64, and his ADP is 66. It's a it's a safe spot to go. I'm going to check everybody. I'm going to check all the skaters, just make sure I don't miss anything. High upside guys like Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Keith Yandel, no, I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be Lindholm. He's great. He's a great categories league player. I, yeah, I love him here. He he hits a little bit, you know, center right wing, fine by me. Oh, and, well, so much for zero G. For you? Uh, yep. I'm taking, taking? Le- Robin Leonard? Yep. We're here in round six. I think you have to. Darcy Kemper went in round six as well. All right, let's, let's catch up on some picks here. So after I took Elias Lindholm, or I guess... Okay, so after Pionk, it went Ehlers, Trocek, Sagan, Uyghur, William Nylander, Ryan O'Reilly. Then I took Lindholm, then David Perron went, Darcy Kemper, Thomas Shabbat, Quinn Hughes, Nicholas Suzuki. Uh, Nicholas, <laughs> Nick Suzuki. <laughs> Freaking uh, Fantrax has him as Nicholas. Robin Leonard, Sean Couturier, Alex Petrangelo, Bo Horvat, Sam Bennett. There goes Sam. Let's talk about what you're thinking here. Who are you considering? Well, I'm going to switch it off of goalies now till round 16 or whatever. So now I, I do have uh, McKinnon at center. I've got pretty much great players at every position, two great D. Um, so I can kind of go any direction I want. So I'm definitely going to take the highest overall value player. Um, a couple I would like. I love Forsberg in a in a categories league. Malkin sketches me out too much, and I could really go hard on uh, on D. I can't do that, can I? I? Can't have three D already. I was giving someone shit in the draft yesterday for doing that. I might go three D. Three D. I might go all D. There's, yeah. there's still some great D out there. There is. Oh, man, do I do it or do I not do that? I kind of want, yeah, and looking at everything all around, it'd be a little ahead of his ADP. What are we at here for, for Pick picks? number 75. Yeah, see, that's... Who are you, who are you thinking of? You got to drop some names here. Okay, I know. Uh, one guy I'm thinking of picking up right now is is either Taylor Hall uh, he shoots in theory, On or Marcheseau. I really I like Marcheseau. Don't mind Marcheseau. You know, try eligible here in fan tracks. He's got the hits. He's got the shots. He's also like that. There's something about that line that always is just like it's always threatening to not show up. Is the only problem for me at this point. All things considered, I'm going Marcheseau. And I'm putting is, him at. It feels at, a little early. It is. Yeah, I he, just he like him. Enough. There yeah. is Drew Doughty. That's somebody I was considering heavily. 
UC Soros. So we're starting to see some goalies go again. Ryan Pulak, Brian Rust, Patrick Laine. And that brings it to me. I'm pretty happy with what's left in my queue, but it would put me at 3D in round seven. I'm looking at Jacob Truba. Love him in a Cats league. Uh, don't think I'm going to be there. I don't think he'll be there for me later just because of how dominant he is on hits and blocks. The power play points, they don't really come. Could I go power play points right now? I feel like I should. There's just nobody that really you know, fills categories that I need. I feel like I'm really low on hits outside of Landis Gog. Lindholm does a little bit. Nah, I guess I got Neil Pionk. Pionk's so what do nice. I do? Who is the best value? Let's check out what the goalie situation looks like because I do already have Andre Vasilevsky. Do I shore up Semyon Varlamov? Why do I love Semyon Varlamov? <laughs> I don't know. You've... It's the New York Islanders. Like The only thing that's great about them is their goalies. And if I can get him here and just be done with goalies, like Vasilevsky is rate stats and wins. Varlamov is rate stats and some wins. So... You know, I, I feel like I could have that wrapped up and he's a pretty solid. He's not exactly value right now. His ADP is 70. We're at pick 81. So it's not huge value. I mean, I want to go skater. I really want to go skater here. Kevin oh, Fiala is still looking at me. Yeah, there's there's quite a few options at this point. Another guy who's gains a little value in a categories Fuck league. It. Who do you got? Okay, I'm I'm going Truba. I just I love him in Cats leagues too. Yeah, I was I hoping he shit. wouldn't. I don't give a shit. I was hoping he'd come around to me, but no. everyone forgets about Truba. I had Batherson lined up, and he went here in round seven. The hits, you know, kind of on an island in Ottawa. Not necessarily, but like, man, he is one of the triggers there. All right, so. I got the guy I wanted, and I can still get Varlamov. I'm just not going to think about it. I'm sorry, Nate, Apples and Genos. I'm going full G here. <laughs> Vasilevsky, Varlamov. I have two spectacular goalies. I feel great about it. Um, Mira Heiskanen goes. Morgan Riley goes. Uh, Evgeny Malkin here in round eight. Solid freaking value. Tom Wilson, Philip Grubauer in between. My Jacob Truba pick, we saw a lot more goalies go. Igor Shesterkin, Drake Batherson, Marc-Andre Fleury, Joe Pavelski, Tavo Teravainen, and Kevin Fiala. And then I took Varlamov and the Heiskanen, Morgan Riley. So we're hitting round eight, Raj. What's your team look like at this point? Pretty good spread. I have two right wings, two D, one left wing, one center, one goalie. So pretty free to do whatever I want. Uh, one of my right wings is Marcia, so who's try eligible, so that you know he can end up wherever he needs to. One of the few try eligible guys left right now. I am very much there's three guys right back to back to back in fan tracks that I'm trying to decide between Reinhardt, Taylor Hall, and Forsberg. Reinhardt does have the center right wing, and I just He's a he's a five hole celebrity, but he doesn't quite have the shot volume of a Taylor Hall. But then Forsberg also brings you know double the hits of those other guys, with the risk of playing two thirds of the season. I'm kind of feeling Taylor Hall. He's your guy. 
fucking he, love him. I stuck with him last year. I'm going to try to stick with him this year. He actually, he did turn it around in, uh, towards the end last year. He was starting. He's in the, such a better, yeah, such a better scenario than he was, you know. Man. No Krejci, <laughs> <Buffalo>. though. No <laughs> Krejci, though, yeah. kind of hurts. Well, from what I'm hearing, I guess they're going to give um, Charlie Coyle first crack. That's, uh, I think it was Boston Hockey Now that put something out there. Maybe it was a speculation piece. I don't know. All right, so you took Taylor Hall. Rasmus Dahlin goes. Braden Shen, Zach Wierenski, Ryan Ellis. We're seeing a lot more D go off the board. I have three D out of four. I think you have, what, two? I got you two, two, yeah. You have three. Two. Yeah, what are you thinking? Are you going to get another D here? Uh, center's pretty deep. You already got a goalie. I think it's time for you to go D. I might need thinking? another D, yeah. Um, people are taking D early. Uh, there's no one I'm, jumping dude, off the page. I just page want you to, to know, yeah. on my next pick, I'm going to pick so freaking fast and freak everybody out. You know what you're and after, yeah, eh? There's 10 people watching. It's probably all 10 people that are in the draft right now trying to get a sneak peek at our cues. Well, there is. My cue, I think, is covered up good. It is. It is, yeah. Klingberg's the first D on the board, according to according to fan tracks. We've got, like, Klingberg coming up. We've got, who else? Do Provorov. Burns. I mean, he does a lot. Provorov is the one I was looking at of anyone so far. I just can't bring myself to ever take Giordano. Uh, in this type of league, uh, you can think about not not this early, but you can think about uh, Martinez, one of those guys where he can, if you play your cards, right, he can lock down some uh, definitely some blocks for you. But I'm thinking I'm going Provorov for the I don't know how I feel about that peripherals. He's the only D that I like, and I don't like him. There's no one else that I want. I might actually Just not go D. I would take him later. Yeah, there's no D I want right now. I'm going to shift gears and uh, make Sam Reinhardt my other center. Ooh. I Nifty. like him. Oh, and Provrov right behind him. There you go. <laughs> All right, Toffoli, Larkin, Larkin, Eichel here in round nine. Love it. I'm up. I'm pretty stoked. Because, Raj, you took Zach Hyman in the ninth round last night. Yeah, I'm taking him in the ninth round tonight because he does hit. And I think yeah. there's there's plenty there for that. Yeah. And I'm up again. So I get Forsberg as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty radical. Uh, but I have, oh, man, I have two left wings ready. Ah, eh, fuck it. I'm taking Forsberg anyway. Got Don't skater care. spots. Got skater I feel spots. bad for everybody. I'm going so fast. Okay, so I'm going to land on Forsberg, but I'm going to talk about um, a couple other avenues that I'm taking. So I do already have two left wings. I need a right wing, and I need another center. But what's nice is, um, yeah, I guess Landeskog doesn't duel as a center, but Lindholm duels as a right wing. So I'm a little thin at center. I'm pretty good at right wing. I feel great about my D. Like I have three and they're, they all like contribute to a bunch of categories. Maybe I need some more power play points, but I'm, I'm pretty heavy on power play points with my forward so far. Zach Hyman was a bit of a reach there, you know, gambling, whether or not he gets the top power play. 
I like Forsberg. I hate the Nashville power play, but he shoots, he hits. Hmm. Am I talking myself out of this right now, Raj? <laughs> Sounds a lot I know you like want it. Me to, you want me to talk myself out of it because you're hoping Forsberg falls to you, I think. But uh, it's so hard because we're drafted against people that are listening to our thoughts. I will tell you, if it makes you feel any different, all of my main forward slots are full at this point. I should, I should be going D and goalie. That's what I should be doing. I should be going center or right wing. But I feel like Landis God gets center eligibility every year. Yeah, I'm just going to do... Uh, I'll start with... Uh, I mean, we have two flex positions. We're doing two center, two left wing, two right wing, and two flex. Philip Forsberg's my guy. Round 10, I love the value there. Connor Garland, Tory Crew going right behind those guys. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I got. I feel spectacular about that turn. Zach Hyman, Philip Forsberg. Yeah, two left wings, two single positions, but... I think they're they're pretty good um, category contributors. Yeah, agreed. I think uh, I think that was nice. Timo Meyer went. Palat went. Yes, uh, you are full center, left wing, right wing, and you have a you have a decent amount of flexibility. I know Sam Reinhardt's dual eligible in Fantrax. Marchesso is tri eligible. So there's there's a good amount of flexibility in your inside your roster. That's um, true. Yeah, I should be on D. I just I can't really bring myself to to like any of these D right now. Scrolling a bit just before I end up picking who I know I'm gonna pick. I like Timo Meyer. That was a really good pick. I I had Q. Yeah, shot ceiling, hit ceiling, fantastic. Yeah, he's uh, he's excellent. You know who I want here? I think I can get him later. This league for goalies, what are our goalie categories? Let me see. Wins, saves, save percentage. So it does kind of favor volume, but it's uh, it's pretty muted. So you like, there's just as much emphasis, I think, on quality as there is quantity. I would love to be able to get myself Demco, but I can't do that yet. That's too early for him. If I'm drafting a goalie right now, I'm looking at Frederick Anderson. I'm looking at Tristan Jari and Carter Hart. I think Carter Hart's going to be one of the biggest values this year. Again, I'll, I'll keep saying it until the, the sun burns out, but any outlier inside the COVID year has an asterisk for me. And Carter Hart, that bad of a year inside the COVID year, I it's it's easy for me to write it off. Yeah, I'm a homer. I'm a Flyers fan. But I think there's going to be a change in his mentality with fans at his back. He likes that atmosphere. He was terrible on the road, great at home. So this is a guy that really excels when he has people cheering for him, and it's not just an audio track of fans or something like that. I would I would push you towards Frederick Anderson if I was uh, your conscience. But, you could. Uh, I don't. I don't do, yeah. I am going a complete right turn with Anthony Manta. That is, yeah, that's a hell of a right turn, and. Thatcher Demko does go. Claude Giroux, Jacob Vrana, and Jason, Jason Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, yeah, love him. Yeah, I like Mantha's dual eligible. I like his reasonable amount of hits. Some, I, I do feel like he's going to end up at least with some power play time. Yeah, you know what I hate to I like admit? Him. I don't, I don't really have a read on Jason Robertson in cats leagues. Doesn't look like he hits or blocks too much. 
Uh, the shots are pretty good, but it that one's that one's an offensive move to me. There's a lot of offense there. Yeah, I avoided him, and now I'm gonna do another one that might um, seem a little shocking here, but I am taking the best peripheral guy maybe in the game right now, Adam Larson. Woo. You gotta love his opportunity there too. Barzell in round eleven. Great. Blake Coleman, Ilya Simsonov, Frederick Anderson. Carter Hart still on the board. Tristan Jari still on the board. Definitely mm. some options abound right now. These are the fun rounds. These are the yeah, fun I rounds. have a lot of fun with these lead rounds. I, I feel like this is where this is where you win a league. You know, the, the top rounds, they kind of they're served to you on a silver platter. Like, who was it going to take in the first round? It's it's Vasilevsky at round at pick number nine. You know, like everything is kind of the options are so much more thin than they than they are right now. Like I could go any which way I wanted, but I do have a feeling that my team is not versatile enough. I don't have enough flexibility inside dual eligible type players. So that's actually what I'm seeking out right now on the waiver wire or on the draft room. I'm, I'm sorting. I'm always sorting by power play points because I know that's one of the most important things. Victor Olofsson, the first dual eligible power play point leader on the board right now. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I just <laughs> Buffalo. No, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't need to justify that with stats or anything. Dominic Kubelik, he shoots, he hits. There's power play point potential there. I'm taking Kubelik, left wing, right wing. He's going to slot into go. my right wing. I'm only going to... Bjorkstrand. Go ahead. There is still a power play one defenseman out there. Well, Tony D'Angelo just got taken. All right, let me see if I can do a little digging. Uh, Philip Peronik, is that the power play one defenseman you're talking about? No. Hmm. Nope. No, I was talking about Josh Morrissey. Okay. Yeah. I guess technically Eric Carlson might be a power play defenseman. So the power play points leaders for projections here. Um, Keith Yandel. So Fantrax seems to think that Keith Yandel is going to take power play one in Philly. And it could happen. But are you willing to carry that question mark in round 12? with literally nothing else to offer. Like he's great at assists and he's great at shots on goals, but you know, Matt Barzell just got drafted and that's essentially what he does too. And he's guaranteed top power play. I don't know if Keith Yandel is there's, there's Risto line and there's Provorov on the back burner. And there's, there's Ryan Ellis that he has to compete with. I don't think I need a defenseman at this point, but I, I am seeking out power play points and I'm seeking out, Power play points with dual eligibility. And it's still, it's fucking Victor Olofsson staring me in the face. I have my two goalies. All I need is a center and a defenseman and uh, a flex spot. So Tim Stutzla is up there. Jonathan Taze, Adrian Kempe. Man, this is ugly. Oh, man. Jamie Ben has fallen. He's ranked below Pod Colson. Jeez. I mean, it's correct, I think, but below Comtois, below who we yell. Jeez, that a guy. All right. I'm kind of, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I have sorted by power play points. I've sorted by shots. I don't like any of my options. Let me sort by ADP, see if I missed anything. Ryan Strom, 
not the biggest fan of his in uh, categories leagues. Hmm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm thinking about it. Actually, now I'm starting to see a couple options that I could do. Alec Martinez, Cole Caulfield. Andersley. Mm. Mm. Andersley. Yeah. That's the pick, actually. Ah, fuck. I already have two left wing only. I can't take Andersley. I can't. But the hits are there. The shots are there. Raj, you should take. You should 100%. I'm heavy on forwards already, too. But, I mean, there is the skater spots and bench spots. We'll see how see how things look. I've got a couple guys in mind. Ellie Tolvanen. All right, I'm going to sort by center now because I know that's what I need. I need center. I need defenseman. Carter Verhage. There's just there's nothing. Five power play points. Ugh. This is a – oh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Hello, sir. Ah. Yeah, get fucked, Raj. He was definitely top of the queue. Hello. All right, yeah. So Carter Hart goes right behind Dubois. Anders, Anders Lee. Lee, great pick. Uh, I just didn't have room for him. So Hockey Town, Heinze, great pick, buddy. That's who I would have picked had I had the room. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, Devontae's, Cole Caulfield. Smart move. Boom, Roger right away. Carry Price for me, man. Carry Price, all right. That's goalie two for you, right? Yeah. Oh, Jack Campbell, wow. Yeah, I'm taking so Carey Price. For Hagee. Oh, he got the he got the tandem too. He took Campbell and then he took Mrazek at the turn. So That's he locked nice. up that Toronto tandem. Love it. Love it. That's pretty nice. You're up again. What are your positional needs? What are your categorical needs? Well, right now I need one more D. I have an open skater slot. So I'm fine to fade D. And then we have the two bench spots. Uh, so I got a lot of freedom right now um categorically i'm doing great in peripherals between nurse latang and larson on d that's huge so i don't need to worry about hits that much i've also got gensel as a forward manta they both hit as forwards goalies are awesome i could probably use I mean, who couldn't use some more shots? Um, I got McKinnon, who's going to be the league leader in shots, probably Marcia Show. Marcia So. That's a tough You're one so to say. Marcia So shoots a lot. That's a tough one. Yeah, does, yeah. Uh, so I'm doing pretty good, actually. I don't. This is one of those teams where on paper I like it, but looking at the names, I don't like these guys. Like, I definitely drafted away from my favorites. I am thinking about. Either Josh Morrissey, another person I hate, but he is a power play <laughs> 1D. Uh, I am also thinking of, uh, I'd probably get ripped for it, but I like Stutzla. Um, it's a little early in my books. Ah, I'm, it's a tough, a tough round here for me. I don't need, need anything. I, I'd love to be able to say I'm taking Tolvanen. For the hits and the power play points, um, but I'm not. He just doesn't shoot enough. He doesn't. He doesn't do enough of those things. So beating around the bush. Jamie Ben. No thanks. I'll politely decline on that one. Justin Falk is still there. Yeah, I like him, man. He's great in cats. I know that's might be where I end up because he could end up if Krug isn't working out. He 
does find himself onto the power play sometimes. Well, there's Pareko there too. That's true. Who they just signed to a fairly hefty contract, and I think they're gonna want to make that work. I mean, Morrissey's Morrissey's his his periphery isn't that bad, so I I honestly couldn't shit on you for that at all. No, I I might have to do that one just out of necessity. Not going Yandel. Not going Yandel. Do we start talking about Gudis here? Well, that's an, one of those dudes, right? He is absolutely, he is. He's a plug. You know, he, he's a hits plug. He's going to win hits. Like he's going to get you in contention for hits every week. So the other options, which I haven't mentioned, I could take right now would be Dumba as my last D. Connor Murphy. See what he's going to do. You know what he's going to do. You know what he's going to do. He's going to bang. Buddy bangs. So Bang Daddy Murph. And then, of course, if you want to run away with blocks, you can go with Martinez. All that being said, I'm taking Alexi Lafreniere. What the fuck, dude? That was the weirdest segue I've ever heard. That was like a David Lynch film. I was I, I well, so strange listening to that. I was talking about all the D and no one's jumping out. And the only name that kept jumping out is someone who's got a huge upside is Lafreniere. Um, I was going to take Martinez and he got drafted pretty much just behind you. Yeah, he's a good choice. Another just dominant, dominant blocker. Not much else. Not much else. But. I do feel the need for D. Do I just lock up hits in like Yanni Hockenpah or Radko Gudis? There's a lot of hitters left. Like Zadorov is out there. So I don't know if I'm going to just target hits right now, considering how plentiful they are on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. All that I have left is a D and a skater spot with the two bench. So I do feel like I want to go skaters. Again, sorting by power play points, checking out hits, checking out shots seeing how everybody kind of lines up. Josh Norris is sticking out to me. He hits quite a bit. Shots are okay. Ellie Tolvanen for the power play points to pair up with uh, Philip Forsberg. But I, I feel like I need more flexibility. Again, like I'm looking at my team. I got Elias Lindholm might be my only dual eligible. Him and Kubalik are my only dual eligible players right now. So I am I'm pretty much hogtied to what I can do with only two bench in, in what's going to be a best ball league. Oh, oh right. Yeah. It's going to be, a, we are going to convert these to uh best ball leagues and run them throughout the season. Correct. Yep. So we'll be able to check into the season, how everybody did. Uh, I'm hovering over Tolvanen right now, but you're right about those shots. They are kind of, they're beyond underwhelming. And we already talked about PLD. He's not much of a shooter. And I feel like I'm light on power play points here. You know who's tri-eligible and a plug is uh, Nick Foligno in Boston. Oh, yeah. If he ended up somehow into the top six down there, which isn't a stretch, really. He could. I think he'll be third line, but he could end up on that second line. Do you see any change in fantasy value with Dvorak going to Montreal? Where do you see him sliding in there? No, not, not very much. I mean, he... He seems like a Deno, like he's a he's a Philip Deno. He's responsible two ways. I got him for a slightly higher ceiling offensively because I do like what he brings 
offensively a tad better than than Philip Deneau, but I, this seems like a lateral move. They're better in the short term with Dvorak than they are with Kakanyami. It's going to come back to bite them. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't see... Getting out of Arizona is going to be a plus for anybody, right? So yeah, it's a plus for Dvorak. I just don't know if, if the ceiling's high enough. There's actually a couple interesting picks here. Brandon Tanev, one of my favorites. Yeah, hey. Does he get used in Seattle a little bit heavier than he did in Pittsburgh? Like up the lineup a little bit. The hits are going to be there. But again, right? Like uh, winning hits is it's a category. It's worth the same as the goals category. It's yeah. It's one to win if you if you can get it. Profile pictures are a category, right? Because he really thrives in the uh, pictures of his face category. Oh, uh, man. What do I do? I'm, I'm really at a loss. You know what? I know what I'm going to do. I love Jean-Gabriel Pajot in mm. Categories Leagues. There you go. There goes Gudis locking up, locking up defensemen. I knew I needed another skater. Morrissey. I, just, I can't seem to find. All right, so now I need another defenseman. There was plenty that I was looking at that I was pretty interested in. Sammy Gerard, not huge in categories. I'm going Dumba. So you missed out. Dumba's a solid pick here. He is. There goes Tolvanen. Yeah, buggers. So I took JGP, Radko Gudis right behind him, Spencer Knight locking up goalies, uh, Josh Morrissey, Mikhail Sergachev. A lot of D going off right now. And Sergei Bobrovsky. So W got both of the Florida tandem. I love the idea of getting a tandem, especially in best ball especially in categories leagues, you just set, forget, especially when it's uh win, save, save percentage. You're just looking for goalies from a good team, essentially. Florida tandem. I mentioned that a couple episodes ago, like what exactly what just happened there, the Florida tandem, you'll be able to get late and Florida's going to win. Right. And then you're not stuck with like, how good does Bob do? But you know, it's, yeah, you just uh, get all of Florida's games. So yeah. W let's see. I want to check out his team. He just went in the 13th round and locked up his goalies. Yeah, those are both his goalies. He got him in 13, 14. So zero G right there. Florida tandem. Solid picks, man. I have to. Oh, man. You know, another person that I gave shit for yesterday that I might have to take right now. This I'm is your, your hypocrite draft. It is. It really is. And that's very much something you got to do, right? You got to try to let all that shit go um, and do what makes sense at the time. A couple options that are out there. Jonathan Taves. If he works out of the remaining people, he shoots. Brendan Gallagher shoots a lot. He's such a question mark. You know what I love about Gallagher? I think the hits come back, and in a big way. Mm-hmm. The tatar Deno line was known for its possession, and they're both gone. So Gallagher's got to go back to his roots at this point. I think the hits come back. He shoots a lot. He's kind of sitting at the top of my mind right now. Um, I think he's going to be okay. The other option, though, and it's his competition, really, and he brings the hits for sure, is Josh Anderson. Hmm. 
I, I like Gallagher more than Anderson. I'll tell you that much. I like him more for the shots, and I think he's such a big piece of Montreal. I think I am going to go with Gallagher right now. Put him in a skater. Actually, I'm wear- or no, I was wearing my Gallagher shirt earlier. Oh, yeah. He's going, and I already know who I'm taking with my next two picks. Wow, which- Joel just cleaned out my queue. Spurgeon and Sorokin were my next two picks. <laughs> McCann. That's maybe the first Seattle player in the last two days that's gone. Right? Outside of Grubauer. But, I, yeah, I feel you. Now, I am kind of feeling like this is a humongous swing. But, I mean, what we only got two rounds left, right? Yeah. My last skater, I am going with... A young Tim Stutzla. All right. Yeah, you got him when you wanted it. So, I mean, like you know, this is these are totally, totally fine, totally fine if these picks end up as your streamer spots. So you might as well go for someone who might have an upside. Look at these fucking goalies, man. Gibson, Tristan Jari just went in the fifth, fifteenth, and he was one of the like the highest projected skaters from from, from fan tracks one of the highest projected goalies crazy like that's nothing but value there so i mean if 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 anybody's interested in zero g this is kind of a unofficial advertisement for it i know you know i didn't employ it but there's options out there i just man rocking with vasileski and vorlamov i feel really good yeah don't much I don't know about the rest of my team. It feels like a good cats team, but um, yeah, I'm quite happy with my with my team, and my last pick is going to have to be a defenseman. So I know what I'm doing here. I know what I'm doing. Okay, I take Patrick Hornquist. Hits shots, right wing. Mm -hmm. Classic. Oh, you're kidding me. Mike Hoffman was going to be my next pick. So slick with the shots and the power play point upside. All right. So I'm just going to blindly sort by power play points here. I don't believe in you, Keith Yandel. I don't buy it. Don't buy it. Kuznetsov, I will never. I'm not going to do it. Ever, ever, ever. Man, there's a couple of peripheral all-stars left out there. I mean, Connor Murphy. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Connor Murphy. The underappreciated Mario Ferraro. Yeah, he just doesn't shoot. No, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't shoot. No, <laughs> he he's just a, hits and blocks like a he, mother. He's a yeah. He's a he's the right hand side of the score sheet only. Um, well, this is my so last pick. My last yeah, your pick. last pick here inside the 16th round. Goalies like Pavel Franco, uh, Kevin Lankin, and Cam Talbot in the 16th round. Great, great value. It is. I'm happy with my D between Carey Price and Robin Leonard. That could be two of, you know, lots, lots of games and and, and pretty pretty steady goaltending there. Couple that I am going to think about. I already know who I'm taking, but last round pick, taking a swing, taking a swing. The uptick in ice time with Shea Weber being out. I'm throwing in a Romanov. 
Oh my God. Yep. Tanev, Anderson, solid bangers to go at the end. Romanov, you know, there's power play upside there. Maybe but hits. Let's do uh let's do team by team analysis, man. Let's go by team. We're talking W right off the bat. Alex Ovechkin, first round at number eleven. Can't go wrong there. Victor Hedman, right to back that up. Bergeron, Jones, Trocek, Nylander, Batherson. Like, this is a pretty solid team. Obviously, there's the Carolina bias. I don't know how much I buy into Teravainen in a Cats League in the eighth. But, you know, there's upside there. Brent Burns, Jack Hughes, Bjorkstrand, Giordano. A 0G team that we have here with Knight and Bobrovsky in the 13th, 14th round. Followed it up with Slavin and Vince Dunn. So, it looks like... I mean, I wish I could say he faded D, but he took six. So both of his bench players <laughs> are defensemen. Fair enough. Um, I'm just bringing this up onto the YouTube stream here. I'm just going to bring up the um, the uh, nice page where you can see everybody's team. Second team, El Shabab, Leon Dreisaitl at number four. You're not going to see that. You probably won't see that again. Uh, Connor Hellebuck in round two. Sebastian Ajo, Max Pacioretty, Jacob Chikrin, Nick Suzuki, Drew Doughty, Tom Wilson, Ivan Provorov, Johnny Gaudreau, Timo Meyer, Cole Caulfield, Justin Falk, Josh Norris, OEL, Cam Talbot. Only one goalie. On this which team. team. Which team are you looking at so right now? El Shabab. El Shabab. Okay, I'm just bringing it up onto the YouTubes. El Shabab. 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 I'm just thinking about kebabs. Kebabs. Yeah, it kind of made me want that. Well, who is that? Uh, I don't see that. Well, anyway, I mean, his team, he's... Oh, no, he does have two goalies. Okay, so he took Connor Hellebuck in the second round and then Camp Talbot in the last round. Fading goalies during the meat and potatoes there. Love it. Uh, decor of OEL, Justin Falk, Ivan Provorov, Drew Doughty, and Jacob Chikrin. Dig it. There we go. Sorry, I was in the wrong league. Yeah, you got it. Looking at an old um, league. This is a pretty good team. You know, there's offense cover. Johnny Gaudreau late was a pretty good pick. I, I remember there were a couple of picks that I really liked. Timo Meyer in the 10th. Uh, Cam Talbot in the last round was a really solid pick. Josh Norris, you know, I was debating whether or not I was going to go JGP or Josh Norris. I wound up with JGP. Um, this is a strong team. There's a lot up front. The middle's pretty strong. And I think all his bases are covered. I wonder how blocks are looking. I mean, you got Dowdy, you got Chikrin, Provrov. Yeah, this is going to be a strong team. My team. I started off with Vasilevsky, took Patrick Kane, then Landeskog, Yossi, Pionk, Elias Lindholm in the sixth. Reached a little bit for Jacob Truba. I don't know what the opinion is there. But in the seventh round, you know, knocking out hits and blocks out of the park. I feel good. Semyon Varlamov is my second goalie. Two goalies before round nine. Uh, then I took Zach Hyman, Philip Forsberg, Kubelik, Dubois, JGP, Dumba, Hornquist, and Connor Murphy. There is definitely 
a common theme with my team. <laughs> it's guys who hit at least two categories. I'm not a huge fan of just plugs like a Radko Gudis, one guy taking up one roster spot who contributes to one category. I get it. They fill a need, but I try to get guys that do at least two, like Lindholm in the sixth. He's points. There's a little bit of shots. There's a little bit of blocks. There's enough there for me. Zach Hyman, there's points upside. There's hits upside. There's shots upside. Kubalik, shots and hits. Points upside. Power play points there if he gets power play one. Dubois, I'm betting on a bounce back. There's not much shots, but there is hits. Dumba, hits and blocks. JGP, I don't know. I just like the guy, especially if we're in a face-off league. Yeah. But, you know, every single one of my picks, I tried to at least touch two categories at the very least. Um, What's your team look like, Raj? Are we, do you want to do go in postal or you want to skip to you? Oh, let's just go in order. We can go, go postal. I mean, Brady Kachuk at six is man. Like talk about a steal right away. I think Brady Kachuk in a cats league at six, it makes sense. I think one, two, three, four, five might've been, um, dry sidle of not Ovechkin. Um, so let's look at it. It went McDavid, Kucherov, McKinnon, Dreisaitl, Matthews. That's a pretty solid top five. I would maybe slide Kachuk ahead of Matthews. But like you said, you were thinking about Matthews at three. So there is a pretty mm-hmm. defined top six when it comes to this. So, so, you know, go whichever way you want. I think the top six is a mix and match of these six players. McDavid, Kucherov, McKinnon, Dreisaitl, Matthews, and Kachuk. If you're in a bang league with hits, with shots... In categories, Kachuk needs to be talked about in the top half of that first round. If you have Pims, I think he should be top three. Yeah. I don't know if that's a hot take, but, you know, he covers. He doesn't just cover three categories. He dominates three categories. That's very, very rare. Very rare. I mean, that's in in a way, it's almost as valuable as like a McDavid who's going to win you power play points, points. And probably assists, but that's still just three categories, right? And that's the big thing you need to think about in a in a cats league is, you know, you can't you can't uh, you can't think of it any different. Like winning hits is the same as winning goals. So yeah, Kachuk, I, I think he's he's one of the guys who has the biggest uptick between the two leagues for sure. Oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. This team is is really strong. It's really bang heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Risto, Risto, Kachuk, Svechnikov, Pulak, Malkin. When he comes back, Blake Coleman. You know, there's there's a lot to be had here, especially in a categories league. Yeah, decent team there. Decent team for sure. Hockey Town, Heinze, Miko Rantanen. He has been taking Miko Rantanen in the first round. Every single mock that we do, every last one of them. Huberdeau in round two. He's one of my favorite second round picks. You got him at 18 overall. I like that there. Debrinkat, great. Tyson Berry in the fourth round, solid for power play points. Let's see. Took a swing on Jack Eichel in the ninth round. You know, if he plays one game, that's great. If he plays 30, you start to make money. Mm. Troy Krug, you know, in the 10th round. I I don't much love him in categories leagues, but the power play point upside's there. Anders Lee, I thought that was maybe one of your best picks in the 12th. He, he keeps getting faded and forgotten about. Um, Burkowski, you stole my sleeper. 
Eslin Dell, a late round defense banger favorite. What do you think here, man? Decent team. Um, Tyson Berry's nice. I mean, he got the old the old duo of Barry and Riley. So banking on some power play points from the D there, potentially. Samsonov and and Fransos. And Kemper. And Kemper. So he's got the Colorado tandem. He locked up the tandem in the sixteenth round with Franco. Yeah, I do like Kemper that. In the sixth is great. I like that just on the off chance, you know, especially again for a best ball league, you have all of Colorado's games, which it's tough to go wrong with that. Sources tell me they're a good team. I think they might be all right. And then if he does, if he does get something out of Eichel, that's obviously like we've talked about it a few times. The, the downside is he doesn't play all year. The upside is he's in the running for the art Ross. So yeah, it's pretty wide, wide range of possibilities with Eichel. I think it's somewhere probably in the middle of that, but yeah, I like it. He so stole, far, stole so my toll van yeah. stole my toll van which fuck you, but what do you do? <laughs> yeah. So far, everybody's got a pretty strong team. I love these for cats. Let's talk about uh Jaeger bombs here. Steve, David Pasternak at round 10. It's amazing to me that he's going so late. Like this is a guy that, that can flirt with a hundred points and a ton of shots. I, I get it. Like, Marchand and Bergeron are going to fall off a cliff at some point, but we're talking redraft. So anybody that can touch 100 points, and then he backed it up with another 100-point player or at least a possible one in round two in Barkov. Short up D at three and four with Hamilton and Theodore. Took Ehlers in round five. Kind of hurt my feelings. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I I just don't know how I feel about ROR anymore. Like he's, I don't know. Is he a sixth-round pick to you? No, I really love that top five rounds from this team. That's a great, great start. The top, top seven outside of Ryan O'Reilly, like Igor Shosturkin in the seventh round is is solid value to me. That's your first goalie. I'm not. Like it. Not it's that one's just fine to me. Like him and Fiala and Buchnevich are fine. Not a Klingberg fan, but it's probably fine. Bennington's kind of fine there backstrom's fine yeah but yeah top half of the drafts for sure it's a good team that's a very good team um gudis so he's gonna be in the running for hits every every (laughs) week you know that and i mean man ryan strome and tj oshi and ronick is your last three picks that's those are all serviceable good all-round players for this kind of league for sure yeah finding power play points like that so late in the draft i you know that's great. Ryan Strom, I was staring at him for power play points. It's just I I didn't want I don't know. He's one of the guys I just don't like for no reason. Yeah. Your team, man. Tell us, walk us through your team. It's a very Raj team. It is a very Raj team. I'm pretty all around happy with it. This is one team I would only want in a categories league. That's for, for dang sure. Uh McKinnon. I got it third overall, which uh, I think he's even better in a categories league because of the shots um, to go along with the points, but he definitely excels in shots. Um, one area he can kind of beat uh, McDavid. Uh, so no, no, pretty happy to get him at three. Uh, Gensel in the second round. I just love Gensel. 
Um, he usually ends up with a left wing, right wing um, by the end of the year. Uh, power play points, Crosby, Malkin, blah, blah, blah. He's great. He hits, which is nice to start. Whenever you can get your top couple of guys to chip in on hits and get your scorers to chip in on, on those peripherals, that's nice. And then I went really happy with Nurse and Latang as a decor. Uh, Latang, he scores. He's on that same power play. He gets lots of peripherals, and then he misses some games. Um, Nurse is is maybe one of the best peripheral defensemen in fantasy these days. Again, I absolutely am not picking him because of his goal production last year. I think that was absurd, <laughs> to be honest. He's not going to score uh, the way at the goal pace he scored last year, which is not why I got him. Stone, Leonard. Uh, Leonard is, to me, the biggest improvement improvement in in goal just situation like he's been waiting for this situation for his whole career to be this undisputed starter on a great team so he's got it i think it's gonna be all right i just realized i picked three vegas guys in a row wow yeah i like that marsh is a bit early um but i just liked his try eligibility and he is a shooter uh and a hitter he's he's all things so he's I did reach a little bit, but I, I, I'm not unhappy about it. Taylor Hall, Sam Reinhart, Anthony Manta. Uh, I like all those guys. Um, I think they're all going to see that. That's kind of me. A little bit of hoping. Taylor Hall showed that he's going to probably perform better than he did in Buffalo. Um, he couldn't do worse. Reinhardt, another guy who's going to perform better than he did in Buffalo, but man, what he did in Buffalo last year was pretty, pretty all right. Really earned himself a trade. And then on sort of the same, same train, uh, Anthony Manta was stuck in Detroit and now he's potentially on a power play with Alex Ovechkin. So that's, I'm fine with that in round 10. Dual eligible hits. Larson, peripheral monster. Carey Price just is Carey Price. He, we've, seeing that he's not finished playing the goal. Um, and I do like what Montreal's done in the offseason. They got stayed boring, but uh, stayed good also. I think they got better. And then Lafreniere, Stutzla, Romanov for my three out of my last four for, for some just young upside that could end up being streamer spots if they don't work out. And Gallagher, shots, hits. Um I think my team's really well-rounded, uh, but outside of of McKinnon, I think the only thing I don't like about this team is it might be too well-rounded. Without you, you do run the risk of being close every week without winning categories outright. Sometimes, you know what I mean. If your team's too well-rounded, you're always in the running. But sometimes it, it helps to fade a category or two and just try to dominate a couple others. But this is not that kind of team. Team Allen, next up, he picked a number two. Said he was aiming for McKinnon, but I guess uh, Fat Fingers, he got Kucherov at number two. Backed that up with uh, JT Miller and Elias Pettersson. Aaron Ekblad, Jeff Petrie as your start of your decor. Sean Couturier, Sam Bennett, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, and Ryan Ellis. So finished up on D before round 10. Pretty solid. You know what's weird, and I'm noticing here, there's alliteration. So Sean Couturier, Sam Bennett, 
Rasmus Dahlin, Ryan Ellis, and then he goes Jason Robertson, Jacob Rana, Jack Campbell. Sorry. That's a way to draft. Just a weird thing I noticed. Yeah, just... You know, stick to the same letters. Heavy on the Jays uh, on this team. For Heavy sure. on the Jays, yeah. JT Jared Miller, McCann. Jeff Petrie, Jared Robertson, Jacob Vrana, Jack Campbell, Jared McCann. Wow. There you go. That's a that's a strategy. That is There's a, strategy. a strategy. First name. <laughs> name strategy. This yeah, actually. Seems like, this, this seems like a Raj. Team, yeah. This seems like a Raj team to me, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Vancouver. And Kucherov, too, Petrie right? are guys that I like. Um, I love Robertson. It's a pretty solid team. I'm I'm one of the guys I'm most curious about this year, to be honest, is Tyler Bertuzzi. I'm really mm. I'm probably not gonna be drafting him just because I'm so just unsure, but I'm curious to see uh and the his next pick as well, how Jared McCann fares, especially while he might have some extra ice time in the first couple of months of the season. He's gonna be leaned on hard in Seattle. Jakku, up next, man, picked one overall. The only way you get McDavid is by picking one overall. You got to can't fuck that pick up. And if you do, I don't know. I don't know. Just just don't fuck up one overall, please. Just yeah. McDavid. Uh, second pick was Kale McCarr at the end of the second round. So there's serious value there because McCarr, I mean, how confident are you that McCarr finishes as the, the number one defenseman this year i'm very confident he'll be top three very yeah. confident he'll be top three you just never know so, saying number one is tough but yeah he's a very good chance he'll be number one and i would put money down he's top three steven Kent, stamkos kirill kaprizov brock besser petrangelo horvat i mean you got your you got your vancouver canucks in here joel so i, I knew you would besser mm-hmm. horvat and demko <laughs> Uh, Petrangelo, pretty high. I know he blocks a lot. Braden Shen, love him in cats. Zach Rensky, you know, new power play one guy. So getting top power play defenseman in the ninth round, really slick. Claude Giroux, Joel, you have been one of the, you love that Giroux has been falling and you make sure to get him in double digit <laughs> rounds. Jake Muzzin, I was aiming for him that round. So you snipe me there. Carter Verhage, Jared Spurgeon, Ilya Sorokin, and Josh Anderson. Really strong finish to the draft, filling out a lot of categories. You know, you get your points with Verhage. You get your blocks with Spurgeon. Uh, second goalie, yeah, second goalie. So you got Demko and Sorokin. Again, New York Islanders lead the league in back-to-back games, so you know Sorokin's going to get volume. Josh Anderson, high shot ceiling, high hit ceiling. There's plenty there. I like it if Kaprasov... And, and Besser kind of repeat their trajectory from last year. This is a great team. If they don't, it's fucked. But uh, I like team, this team. Tim A. Tim A. Tim A. Brad Marchand, Sidney Crosby, Blake Wheeler starting off real old, but tried <laughs> and true. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy, John Tavares. David Perron, Patrick Line in round seven, Miro Heiskin in round eight, Connor Garland round ten. There's there's a couple might have been a reach. Like McAvoy in round four. It's early. I see where you're going for. You know, you got the Marshand, and we're hoping that McAvoy like it seems like a good bet. But I thought it was a good bet last year too. But we did get one more year of data on Grizzlick as the top power play. Like we know what to expect. And then McAvoy. 
had eight power play points in 11 playoff games. So it seems like they just need to have McAvoy on that top power play. He's better up there. Mm-hmm. But do you run the risk of burning the kid out? Like, imagine yourself as a coach. Do you play Charlie McAvoy 28 minutes a night from the start? Game one with 81 games to go. Are you playing Charlie McAvoy 26, 27, 28 minutes a night just so he can get on that power play? Like, how much of a downgrade is Matt Grizzlick to save your top defenseman for 82 games? Like, that's what I'm talking about with Jacob Chikrin. That's what I'm talking about here with Charlie McAvoy. You know, does Ghost take power play just so that you don't burn out your top defenseman? Does Matt Grizzlick remain on the top power play just so you don't burn out your top defenseman? The playoffs are different. You don't care about burning players out because you want to win. And McAvoy's the guy. I'm there for it. I want it to be McAvoy. It's still yeah, I a gamble, agree. though, isn't it? I agree. It's still a gamble. And I think you're exactly right. Like they might even go with McAvoy, uh, but he just he logs so many minutes. He might have to be spelled off as he's been. Like they've they've always avoided just giving it to him, and it's probably for the reason you say. Um, I mean, in the past, they had Krug, who was clearly an offensive and Chara specialist, yeah. Chara. So they didn't have to force him in, but they've never leapt at the opportunity to make McAvoy the number one uh, yeah, power play. Yeah, you have two options: either either ration off some of his even strength minutes, which are important minutes for Charlie McAvoy, or you add on to his totals and put him on the power play and wear him out, like you know. It's a little bit every game, but you are constantly moving the needle towards burning a player out. Well, and it's a, it's a little di- to play two to four extra minutes every night. It's a little different than a sh- like Shabbat has never had to worry about making the playoffs, so they know it's over after eighty two games. <laughs> Whereas yeah. Boston, you know, like it's legit, right? It's an extra twenty games for for McAvoy uh, every year with games that matter. Whereas you know Shabbat. If he's playing 28 minutes, he if he wanted, he could coast for, for half of those and no one would fault him at all. So, yeah, I think McAvoy is another one who's kind of interesting. But he has the peripheral floor if for a league like this where even if he doesn't get the power play, he's still, still a good, useful person. Garland, I think, to me was like uh, Garland and Konechny right there. You're, you're hoping. You're really this hoping. Team- this team has a huge ceiling, huge ceiling, but it also has a very low floor. Line John a Gibson, well. yeah. Frederick Anderson, Carter Hart. So we saw Carter Hart's floor, right? <laughs> I'm betting on a bounce back if I had, you know, if I had to mortgage my house against it. I think Carter Hart does better. I think he does league average or better. Uh, yeah. Frederick Anderson, another new situation, another gamble. John Gibson. I mean, Anaheim is bad. He's going to get volume, and this is. You know, you want a, a volume goalie on a good team. Anaheim, I don't really put in that that category. So this, the ceiling is high on this team. You got Patrick Line. Things could turn around for him. David Perron, what freaking version of David Perron are we going to see this year? He was, I think he led St. Louis in points last year. He's kind of a wild card. Connor Garland, another gamble. Travis Konechny, betting on a bounce back. Keandre Miller. I don't know what to say there. Like the bangs could come and they should come. But just looking at the rest of the round 13s, like Alec Martinez went three picks before him, Carter Verhage too. And, you know, I would have pivoted. I, I think I would have targeted somebody other than Keandre Miller, Matias Ekholm, Chris Kreider. 
again, huge ceiling, low floor. Does Chris Kreider get moved down the lineup with Gerard Gallant coming in? Do they go Panarin, Zibanejad, Kako, Lafreniere? You know, does, does is there room in the top six for Chris Kreider? Is there room on the top power play? That's what we've always loved about Chris Kreider is he hits mm. and he gets power play points. I, I think know if that's the Chris Kreider we get this year. He's still the he's the safety net, but I think they're going to be looking to move Lafreniere, uh, Kako. I think they're going to try to use those guys more uh, this year, and he would be, you know, he's like the big brother who's there to help those guys along. But I think they're going to be pushing the young cats, especially Kako. I think Lafreniere pr- proved that he's he just took a while to get going, but he's he seems like he's going to be better. Um, Kako, I think they're really going to come out and say, okay, what do you, what do we have here? Because, uh, so far they haven't got what they, what they drafted him for. So, uh, if he works out, that's bad news for Kreider. Team Yenley. This was, uh, I think full auto. So this one's just, I don't think Yenley got into the draft room. So this is a fan tracks drafted team. Matthews, Marners, Abenajad, Point, Evander Kane. That's kind of the giveaway there. Evander Kane in the fifth round. Um, yeah, I don't want to dive into this one too much because it doesn't look like any of these came from the queue. Uh, your team, your mom's a hoe. Uh, didn't even get Sebastian Ajo, either of them. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you can use that team name. Artemi Panarin in the first pick in the first round at pick number 12. Adam Fox right behind him stacking up on New York Rangers. You get power play points. You get offense. Adam Fox contributes to peripherals. But looking down this roster, I think that's what this team is missing is peripherals. I think this is like look at this team and think if we were in a points league. This is a great fucking team. This is a really good team. Shifted to categories. You're looking at Kachuk, Rupi Hints. Those are the guys that are going to be carrying you outside of offensive categories like this. You know, Uyghur is really good, but that was your sixth round pick. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, this team's going to be going to have a tough time in the categories league. I I believe, I mean, Morrissey and Sergachev don't run away with the peripherals. They're both fine D, but yeah, they don't they don't do a ton. Uyghur as much Huge as we Huge offensive upside on this team. Yeah. And the shots are there. Yeah, and I mean it's Sagan pretty early round five. I that's risky for for me. But uh yeah, yeah Tony D bounce back. He needs a Tarasenko bounce back. He needs a Sagan bounce back. He needs Pavelski not to be a hundred years old. He needs Rupi to play hockey and Nietzsche to do all of his best. So there's a lot, a lot of ifs, but then, you know, Hoffman last round swoop in with 25 power play points and save the day. Who knows? I think what's going to happen here is you're going to wind up finding out who your weak links are. You would wind up dropping some of them for some peripheral plugs. I, I can't remember if Connor Murphy, I think I took him in the last round. So it's just somebody like Connor Murphy. Like you want, you want a banger. I think you want a couple bangers here. Um, yeah. Because you're great in the left-hand side of the column. Like you are, all your offensive categories are covered. 
but then you start to look at the periphery and and things get a little bleak. And maybe the most intriguing player in all of the NHL, let alone fantasy, coming into this season is Tony D in Carolina. Yeah, what happens there? Is he just going to come in and Brindamore going to put him in his place and say, smarten the fuck up, you're a great hockey player, get back to playing hockey and shut your goddamn mouth? Because <laughs> then he could be amazing. What he's going to do is it's going to be Rod. Well, exactly. And if there's a team that uh, is going to be good for a D, it's it's Carolina. So, But the, the flip side is two weeks into the season, someone punches him in the face and he's out of hockey for life. So <laughs> we'll see how that pans out, but yeah, that's a a lot of a lot of hoping going on on this team as well. Well, that's it, buddy. That is our that's our cat's mock. Sit there, we go. Cats next mock. up, we are going to be looking at ADPs. So that our next episode is just going to be ADP analysis. I know a lot of people are gearing up for their drafts. Hopefully, this is something that you can look back on because I don't know how much difference there's going to be in ADP so we're going to go through round by round talk about who we like who's going too high who's going too low who could be a steal for you and start getting into some sleeper and value talk as well so once again you can find us on twitter at FHF hockey you can jump in the fantasy hockey discord I hope you have dug these mocks points and cats if there's anything that uh, you want to add here Raj feel free uh, man, I've really enjoyed these. I really, I got to say, uh, props to you on the idea for this format of doing the, um, props to everybody that was able to juggle yeah, an auto cue. I think it's, it's a really fun way to do these. I had a lot of fun, which is the main point of everything, but I think it, it, it's, I, I like these. It was a good time. And, uh, thanks everybody for, for joining in. Get some good practice before all of our our drafts. But like uh, we mentioned earlier, these leagues are staying active as best ball leagues for the season. So it's all on tape. It's all on the. It's been recorded on the radio here, so we can come back at the end of the season and see how uh, how it all pans out. Yeah, man. Good to go. So hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in the Discord if you want to get on. Monday mocks. We're not. We might not turn them into episodes or anything, but uh, we we keep on mocking, keep on rocking, keep on mocking in so a free it. world. <laughs> there you go, buddy. All right, guys, that's it for us. Curtains. We love you. Love you.